Hey, Spencer, have you heard of Lisa Lampanelli? Oh, you're talking about the queen of mean, right? Yeah, but she's also become the queen of lean. Did you know that? She has a, a play called Stuffed, where she delivers brash, skinny insight from the fridge to your ears. No, oh, yeah, not, no. I don't think that's what happens in the play. <laughs> I've actually heard reviews for the New York Times that have said uh, Stuffed offers laughs, genuine pain, and even a bit of insight. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Why? Is that relevant to anything? Well, well, you know, yeah, Lisa Lampanelli, she's got a lot of street cred, and she's also got a new Feral Audio uh, podcast um, where she and her co-host, Mike Morse, uh, talk about health, food, body image, everything else to help you be the best you you can be. That's a that's a, that's a a real hairpin turn for the queen of mean. She's, she's stopped stomping on uh, political sensitivities uh, long enough to help you self-actualize and get, engage in some self-care. So what? She dishes out some tough love as she takes your questions about being fat? Fat, being skinny, being anything but right, and helps you grab a little self-acceptance. I mean, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, but there's other stuff too. Like if you if you want to get yelled at by uh, Lisa, you can email get stuffed at feralaudio.com, uh, and maybe she'll uh, she'll make you feel like a piece of shit on the, on the podcast, <laughs> or, or or maybe she'll make you feel better. I, you you don't know with Lisa Lampanelli, she's the queen. Of mean and lean, um, <laughs> give their give her hotline a ring three four seven four six four two six five four, and you might end up in the show that way too. But in either case, it's worth a listen. It's free. Like uh, I think it's very interesting that she that she's 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 like had some transformative n- nutritional experience that she and now is is, is doing insights because you know what's interesting about the idea of Lisa Lampanelli talking about body image and stuff is that we already know that she doesn't give a shit about what your feelings so and and what we probably need to do more of when we're talking about um, health issues and stuff is actually have some frank conversations we're a very fat country very diabetic country very diluted uh, v- vain. Um, uh, self-loathing, uh, shallow country. Like, like, what, what, what do we need to do to actually be healthy? I, I, I would trust uh, uh, the queen of mean turned queen of lean to, to, to tell me that. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe to uh, get stuffed. Get stuffed. Kick the craving. Subscribe to get stuffed on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com/slash get stuffed, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage. The new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. My name is Robert Patrick. I play Gary Tyson. That's Gary Tyson with an I. In the film Last Rampage. Evil broke loose in 1978. Arizona State Penitentiary. You know, that was interesting. What, what, what it was like playing a real person as opposed to a, a fictional character. It, it was really trying to wrap your head around how this guy could do some of the things that he could do. That was the, the things that you were drawn on. Of course, I, I, there was no way you're going to try to do an impersonation of a guy, nor was I going to try to, you know, get as heavy as the guy. Uh, I didn't have enough time to really go that route. But I, I, you know, I found him really, really interested in trying to live up to the charisma that he had. I fell in love with the folklore of the story, like there, you know, the the whole idea that he was a guy that was raised uh, during the Great Depression. See that, from a historical point of view, those kind of stories resonate with me. That yearning for something better, trying to find it, have to steal to get it, 
How do you deal with that if you're a religious person? You know, how do you run underneath that? How do you justify it? He had a double life sentence that he began to push his wife and his kids to say, God, you know, I'm going to serve one term, and when I die, I'm going to serve another term in hell. Uh, I got to get out of this. And and the 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 link that he was willing to uh, uh, go to to get his kids to help him get through this and get him out of prison was it was fascinating to me. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on facebook.com slash lastrampagefilm. some noise for yourself you look so goddamn good tonight how do you feel welcome to the first inaugural show here we're so fucking happy to be here this session of harmontown is now in full effect welcome to the stage spencer Crichton. Big jerk shoes. He wasn't here for the premiere. It's like he just he knew this was coming for months, and then he just he's out there fucking Ryan Styles or whatever. Thought I, I, I thought he was on the BET Kings of Comedy tour. <laughs> I know, when we, we were going to do, you know, I don't want to start on a sour note, you know, I don't want to start on a more sour note than starting without music. I'm sorry about that. That was a little awkward. Um, it was all quiet. It was like church. Um, but That's why I wore this outfit. We're going to be working out some some kinks. Um, and then we're going to be bringing out the kinks. Uh, what? Uh, um, the, uh, what was it? Well, we I don't, you know, okay, so I don't, not to start off on a sour note, but we were going to, you know, we were waiting. We kept waiting to play a new... Waiting. Oh, yeah. Why do that at Meltdown? You know, why would we do that at Meltdown? Wait until the big day. Right. Like a week ago, Jeff is like, oh, I forgot. I got a show for a month or whatever. He's just gone. So it's like, you know, it's just the worst. And... It's just, it's just, it's just, that's what Burbank's about. It's about sadness and. <laughs> We're just underneath five freeways and. Whose idea was it to move to this awful location? We could go to Ikea. Uh, <laughs> it was my idea. It was my idea. Because hopefully the live stream experience is a little more uh, friendly. Oh, great. Thanks, Dan. We, that's what we love. The people that pay to, to come see the show. <laughs> We want to make sure that the live stream is, uh, was it? There was a guy that tweeted, I don't want to, not that I want to like, you know, grease the stinky wheels, but, uh, there was a guy that tweeted in response to us, uh, tweeting out that we were going to be here. He said, can't remember what his wording was. Oh it was like, man. It was like, oh great. Following the cookie cutter podcast track. I see. Yeah. 
What? Where you co-opt your animation studio's extra building for a location to shoot it out of. The old cookie cutter path. Yeah. In podcasting. No, what did he say? Like, it was something like that. That guy's so grumpy. <laughs> like, how do you get that grumpy? What, what is, is he just like, he's just, I mean, you, Where do you get that impression of the cookie cutter podcast path? How is it? How is it? How can a path be cookie cutter? Uh, <laughs> it sounds delicious. It sounds like a thing. I, I, all right. So I'll be calling out some notes because we have to live test the venue and stuff. First things first. I don't know if this is going to work. This is blinding me. But, uh... <laughs> Uh, I guess I guess I guess there's always going to be there's always going to be lights. The second thing is that you know, yes, there's always going to be lights. <laughs> Let's not get too cocky. There might not always be lights. <laughs> Yay! Well, with the Santa Ana's blowing through, how about that weather, huh? L.A. What is it? What kind of podcast is this? How about the weather? <laughs> What are you? What is he looking at? What's he looking at his phone? Is he? Is, he, is his agent calling? Is, is it telling him great job? Um, why is he? Why is he being self-deprecating? He moved his podcast here. He's the cookie cutter uh, podcaster. This is uh, weird to say, but I feel more at at risk of being shot here than the last venue. <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's so racist. I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> You're the I, one that bought a gun. I didn't, <laughs> I, I didn't That's know, how racist it is. This is uh, we had to move all the way to Burbank to find out Spencer's racist. Um, <laughs> you just mean, yeah, just clearer shots. Just Yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe it's just that thinking that it's like a place of nerddom puts you at ease or something. I don't know, but just, oh, man. Yeah, I guess it, well, no it feels good. more like a town hall now. There's people, So somebody could walk right. up the middle aisle and say, get your hand out of my pocket. <laughs> Uh, I, now I really will be racist and ask you, do you know what that was about? What did that mean? That is the thing that the uh, FBI agent uh, yelled to cause a distraction in the back of the hall when Malcolm X was speaking. We, it was actually confirmed that, that, that the guy, because I saw Malcolm X the movie and all I saw was a guy, a guy just started yelling that out. It didn't say, like, this is an FBI agent or anything, or maybe I was Minecrafting during the movie here. So. <laughs> But it was, is it, is it, is that like, is, what? Is that, is that, I'm continuing to be racist by going to you as if you're some kind of like no, Malcolm X movie people, expert, but like you, well, you watched it shit. nine times. Come on. This was your Ghostbusters. Uh, Malcolm X was my uncle. <laughs> this is your gremlins this too. Your, this you're, was your Ghostbusters. You know everything. Uh, but, but I, yeah, I, 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 I think I probably watched it once uh, back when it was like on a pay-per-view and I, I just, I was, I found myself very confused by that scene and it, it smacked of like, oh, there must have been mass chaos and there's like accounts of people saying different stuff and that, and that Spike Lee was just being faithful to the confusion because it was just a confusing thing. Is it just, is it, it was just, it was uh, organized confusion. Hmm. It yeah. was so that everyone would be diverted to the guys who were arguing and then no one would see the shooters. All right. But 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 they but they grabbed that guy that said get God your damn, hand man, out of my pocket. February. All right. <laughs> This wasn't on my list of things, things to talk about anyway. So, I really am finding out. Like this election has, has really made me aware of how racist I am. I just like, kind of like. I gave I'm, you. I, I gave you some black nerd shit. Oh, just in, in keeping. Oh, that's good. That's Thank one you. of those weird facts that black nerds. No. All right. Uh, <laughs> I just. I. I uh, well, what the fuck is this thing? Let's do. Uh, <laughs> 
So for those of you, uh, those of you just listening, oh, oh my yeah. God. Uh, Don't let the suit fool you. <laughs> for those of you only listening and not looking, uh, again, you can look for five dollars a month. Um, but but also, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna turn my back on you if you're just listening. But uh, so I'll tell you, there's a there's a plastic wrapped a polka dot plastic wrapped six foot tall human sized gift on the stage that was brought by. Does anyone want to identify themselves as the gift bringer? Okay, down here. It's a, it's a, it's a, you're, you're both the gift. Your dual gift bringers. Yeah. What are your names? Can I ask? I'm Spencer. Zoe. Fuck. Spencer and Zoe. This sucks. Do you, do you want me to just open it up here? Is that okay, or do you want me to open it privately, or do you want to help me open it, or okay? There's a ribbon. Okay. At the top, so you can just unloose it. You don't need the knife. Okay. <laughs> All right. Don't need knives, for Brandon. <laughs> You don't need the knife. <laughs> Second. Oh, shit. There's a mannequin. It's missing an R to... Oh, it's got paper flowers over its privates, and it's wearing uh, pantyhose. Brandon just cocked the chest right. No shoes. That's good. Uh, they know. They know what I like. She's not wearing. She's not wearing high heels. Because uh, uh, I like comfortable women. I don't know if you know that about that. I was. Yeah. No high heels. I love sleepy, comfortable women. And I like. I like. I like UGG boots and uh, or, or like you know nice camp counselor flats. And then of course you know tights or, or stockings. Uh, yeah. Because women love. Women are very comfortable in those. Uh, <laughs> Uh, well, and uh, so now we have this, and it's uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Zoe and Spencer. This is very, so thoughtful and probably a great deal of work. There's a you're giving me more. <clears throat> oh, okay, thank you. Okay, there's uh, there's like a, a, a hosiery to go with it. It's, it's Dream Girl brand. What one size fits most? It says at the bottom. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, all right, well, this is making me, um... <laughs> Thank you and good night. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're such, you're such thoughtful people. <laughs> I gotta say, I we did our last show, and so the other people brought gifts uh, uh, to that as well, and one of, the, one of the people brought a, uh, it was like a slightly scaled down, it wasn't the same size as in the Christmas story, but it was like one of those, it was a oh, replica yeah. like leg lamp uh, with the uh, fishnet on it, but he, the, this is like how you know you've really found your, your audience, like after doing a show for five years, he put a little pant leg over it to not objectify it in public, like, <laughs> it had a little tasteful slack uh, around it for, for public, which is, you know, because he didn't want to trigger people next to, you know, he didn't want to, like, brandish it around, like, like look at me, this is what I think your standards should be. Um, he just, trigger. He, 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 put, he put a little leg, 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 leg tarp on it, and... I was I was I was I was gonna say burka, but then I was like, no. Then you'll get in trouble because you don't know how to use that term properly. You'll 
you'll, you'll, you'll hurt somebody. Speaking of, has anybody, has anybody watched that show, Patriot? You guys watch that show on Amazon? It's pretty cool. What do I mean? Do you watch it like in the present tense? It's, it's just a thing that just sits there on the internet. That's how TV is now. You just go walk, go. Has anybody gone and turned over that Amazon rock and like taken just whatever you want from underneath it? Uh, it's appointment viewing. Uh, it's, it's, it's a little, but it's great. I, I watched like, um, I watched the whole show. <laughs> I really, I really like it. It's a bad podcast, but Patriot's great. You should go watch it. Uh, well, we got some stuff. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we'll, we'll right, this is the one thing I wanted to talk about, and then, I'll, and then I'll bring my my guest up. Uh, uh, I know you're going to be like, so there's some people that are going to be like, oh, what's the big deal? Or maybe there's press here. Like maybe Variety came. I don't know. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, so what's, what's my angle on this piece? So Dan Harmon takes uh, streaming to the mainstream or something. I don't know. But <laughs> and so they're going to be, there's going to be judgment for me. But I just like, I, I, do, if, you, you, uh, the, 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 you, your boogers get like, like, like more, like, like. I feel like like ninety percent of my waking hours are spent picking my nose now. <laughs> have you found that you get more boogers as you get older? Like, like, and you have to like, like, like that. It's like a fil air filter. And it, like, it clogs faster. Yeah. And so it gets more like, oh, you spend ten seconds when you're six years old. You spend ten seconds picking your nose, and you're like bummed out when you're done. And and why are you bummed? out <laughs> because you're a kid and you love boogers and you're like hey oh no now i'm gonna breathe clearly for another two days until i get enough boogers to have fun with um <laughs> and then just cut to you just like what you're like you're like twice twice a movie i'm like more like 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 I guess it's, it's, just, it's just, just awful. I just, uh, is that is that because you're growing more hair Boom. in your nose? Boom, more hair. Is it because? And is that because your body knows that you're becoming more vulnerable to death, and so it's just like it's just throwing the cheapest solution at it, just going like, yeah. just don't let anything in. Get off, get off my microbiotic lawn. Uh, <laughs> Your body, your body becomes against you at a certain age, and it makes us look fucking ridiculous. It's, it, it, it's, it, uh, yeah. it makes us the people we used to laugh at. Yeah. Remember when you were a kid, and you were like, you were this high, so you could see up in the old people's noses, and you were like, look at this old booger-nosed motherfucker trying to give me advice. Never going to be this motherfucker. And then, uh, and then today... Did I talk? Did I talk? Did I talk last time about that documentary, the uh, the the Texas University uh, shooting, the sniper guy? They, they, there's a there's like a movie out. Did I talk about that last time? Okay, yeah. Well, th this is related. Uh, the the, the boogers. There's a, it's it's really cool. I can't remember what it's called, but you should check it out. I I I don't know where you can find it, but. <laughs> But again, just go flip some rocks over, Google it, whatever. It's just laying there. Um, but uh, it's a uh, it's a kind of like second by second witness account, multiple witnesses, everybody survivors of this. Uh, what was it, in the seventies? The Texas uh, University guy went up in the clock tower and he just started. He shot like thirty something people. Um, many of them lived, uh, many of them died, and like the ones that lived, obviously, are the ones telling the story. And uh, but but the, they did. This thing they did this kind of like thing that almost made me turn it off because it was like this kind of like uh, waking waking life. What's that movie called? The rotoscopy like vectory kind of thing. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> our guest, our guest is champing at the bit to get up here and. <sighs> 
you figured it out who the guest is. And you're like, yeah, he's a guest? You call him a guest now? Um, it's, it's just like when Buddy Hackett was on Carson, it was just like, okay, what, who can we get? Okay, but... Uh, <sighs> you are going to pay for that. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but the thing is, so then I real, you realize as it goes, uh, and you should keep, keep watching it, like, it, because it, it, conti- it just continually, it gets more and more, uh, enthralling and heartbreaking and terrifying and interesting. And there's heroic stories and there's, and there's also people going, and that's when I realized I was a coward, uh, which is, I mean, really interesting, just as almost uplifting and interesting to hear. But all of the people were like the age they were during the incident. Uh, and I realized it's because we're ageist. Like, like they, they hired actors, like 25-year-old actors, and animated uh, interviews so that they weren't necessarily uh, just having fake people on video. So they kind of split the diff, I think. This is my assumption of why they were doing this artistically. But it was like they're doing this, like, rotoscopy thing of younger people acting, reading the accounts of the people that, that have survived it. And then they start cutting to the people toward the end and revealing that those people are still alive and that, that this was their story. And they're all, of course, 30, 40 years older. And that's and it really dawns and you're like, oh, now I see why they did that. Because we don't like old people. We don't we don't believe that there, if you, there's, there's people that are, we're, we're, I mean, I'm, I'm including myself among them at this point, but it's just like, like melting people, like telling you like, well, then this dude got really happened it was real bad <laughs> and you're just like yeah that's what you rock lords always say like <laughs> you're always referring to like how life was rocky and <laughs> everything's made of granite and flints <laughs> uh, everyone looks like Michael Chiklis in an oven and um <laughs> Their ears, the ears are the same size as their head, and the lobes are resting like epaulets on their shoulder pads, and uh, just like they, 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 their teeth are uh, uh, old baseballs signed by uh, uh, <laughs> Mickey Mickey Rooney, Mickey Mantle, <laughs> uh, which means they got that when they were very young, and he was still a child star. But it was really effective because they include the the images of the old people, and so it really brings you to the precipice of realizing that and then the whole you're like yeah it, it, it seems like a dumb thing to have to remind yourself but 65 year old people were once 25 and they were yeah. probably pretty hot yeah. when they were and you probably therefore like really listened to everything they said like man i want a soda pop and you're like whoa that's amazing Brittany. <laughs> and then and then she's later just like i want a soda pop and you're like fuck you yeah <laughs> Like, piece of shit. Get back in your hole, Grandma. You piece of unfuckable shit. Yeah. You offend me. It's true. And we really blame people. We blame. We blame when women get pregnant. We look at them as like, oh, we're like, oh, you're glowing and all this stuff. And then we're like, like, like you're pregnant, but you can't work here. Get out of here. Go home. <laughs> and, and no, you can't get paid while yeah. you're at home having a baby. You fucking gross baby maker. <laughs> and then as we all get old, we're like, you old fuck. You gross piece of shit. We only, 
was we, we, we worship youth and when you're when are you the youngest when you're fucking stupid yeah. like 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 well we're kind of like we split the difference and we go like oh i love 25 year olds but really you know you can tell from our culture we're like yeah but i really like a a nice 19 year old oh shit you know <laughs> and it's like you don't know nothing when you're that age and so those people have all the capitalistic power they were like what do you think what do you think about the weather today oh it was brand new he's right he's right it's never happened this weather <laughs> We used to have that respect for old people when we were cavemen because they looked at melty people and they'd be like, dude's melting. Like, do you know how many saber-toothed tigers he hasn't been bitten by? Yeah, but you know, old people kind of got mean and sent us off to war. So it changed the shit, maybe. Yeah. Because when I see an old person, I'm like, you fucking did acid and fucked up the country for us. <laughs> yeah. That's the generation. It was the yeah. There was the silent generation, the greatest generation of the baby boomers. Right. Wah, wah. <laughs> Beatles and fake butter and AIDS. <laughs> That was a reference to Community in the, the Community Christmas episode where they sing it. And I, th I believe one of those things, like, uh, Donald Glover I, uh, helped out with that line. I he, he came up with fake butter and AIDS, I think. <laughs> Donald was, Donald was, uh, he was really going places back then. <laughs> it's a shame to see these kids waste their future, you know. Wish she, wish she would have stayed Just on fell for that. with the wrong spread. crowd, a bunch of rappers. And I told, I told him, I said, Donald, you were going to regret this not moving to Yahoo with us. <laughs> Where are you going? To rap. Ha! To rap. Atlanta. Who's ever heard of the place? Go ahead, make your silly show. <laughs> Donald Glover. <laughs> I'll see you again, my friend. <laughs> Kicking on my door in the rain. Please, one more season, sir. Can we can we do it for Alta Vista? Does cracked does cracked have a have a have a discretionary fund? We could we could shoot it in your apartment. Ha, I don't know, Donald. I'll think about it. Uh, what am I looking at? I'm not looking at anything. I, 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 I'm, try, I'm trying to find my uh, my notes, and I'm, I'm a little nervous because it's, it's my, uh, let's try out some of the technology. Uh, uh, Spencer, tell people. Uh, oh, oh, well, let's bring up Rob Schraub. <laughs> Rob Schraub, ladies and gentlemen, Rob Schraub. Uh, he's got a backpack on. Why is there a mirror under her? There's like a mirror under her. <laughs> All right. Well, he's will, wearing will a you, backpack. Will you, will, you will, you will you talk to people for a second? Well, I. Uh, what are you gonna do? The backpacks are the only way we could uh, power the show. We, right. Uh, we just have. You giant... want me to talk to people while you go backstage for a second? <laughs> No, 
I was just gonna. <laughs> Oh, for people listening, we have to. Uh, the, uh, the, so we can We tried to clear the mannequin, and I end up fondling the legs. And I. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's it. That's it. <laughs> it's good to be here. <laughs> How are you? you I'm doing nervous. Good, I'm nervous. I'm happy to be here. How was your week? Uh, what? I'm not doing. I'm not doing good, guys. You got a case of the D's. I got the D's, man. Yeah, man. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. This writer strike is is scaring me. What do you? I mean, we were talking about it backstage. Yeah, it's gonna suck, man. But it can't work. <laughs> 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 gotta gotta do it to stay solid. This, you this know? setup. Yeah. It's like such a we're big stage, it but it's just full of stuff. We're gonna figure it out. We're gonna. Okay. Oh, good. Thank God you brought the really comfortable chairs. <laughs> All right. So we're going to do this in real time. So somebody somebody tell me how do I how do I hook up to the how do I hook my thing up to the thing? Can you use a deeper voice? I shut you right up. Okay. Now I gotta tell you about a ha about an hour before the show, our dimmer blew, so we can't dim the lights, which might make it hard to view a projection. <laughs> how, is, how is dimmer? This. All right. Well, let's. I bet. So, so this. We're is, gonna try it. This is as. This is as. Uh, we're we're just trying it. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh shit. This isn't the writer's room. Come on. This is my Minecraft world. <laughs> I'm playing a Skyblock mod pack. Now, if you're listening, if you're listening to the free version of the podcast, again, $5 a month, but, but also... <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm not gonna. This isn't. It was just. I just want to try out some of the visual stuff. Get the tonight. gold. Yeah, I, I'm gonna get the use fucking my, gold. I'm gonna use my jetpack. So I want to show you guys one thing. I want to show. Get the fucking gold, Spencer. Now it was just nighttime, and now it's daytime. Can you explain what happened? I right-clicked on the bed, and the sun came out. Great. All right, Spencer. Look at my wither farm. Oh yeah, you were talking to Cody about this on Instagram. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, so these are refined storage constructors. <laughs> and then over here is a oh refined storage uh, system, and I have uh, soul sand in there. So soul sand is going to happen. I just feel my life just draining away. That's the soul sand. Uh. <laughs> and then these are these are placers, and they have little tiny wither skeleton skulls in them. You know what? You get this is too cool for you guys. I'll... Okay, and so right. those things make a wither. Those and things, those things make a wither. If you play Minecraft, then you know that you, when you get soul sand, they love you, withers. You, you form Don't it into encourage a, a T formation. If you stack up soul sand in this T formation, and then you place wither skeleton skulls on top, it creates a wither, which is the most dangerous creature in all of Minecraftia. Sure. And, uh, and it's called a wither. And these are placers, so I can do it remotely. The wither skeleton skulls are in here. And this is all wither-proof uh, obsidian. Wither-proof. Make it do. So then, so then over here, so I. 
of a of switch. It's a 10 second self resetting lever. It goes down to conduit here. <laughs> Do you want to explain the redstone logic that controls the Just self? think of redstone as like electricity. Uh, so, so this is redstone conduit. So this lever is going gonna, is gonna to activate, it's going to send energy down these things. Down and it's going to split to the left and the right. On the left, it's going to go over here and up to these um, placement things that's going to place wither skeleton skulls on top of the soul sand. And then on the right... It, this is going to make a force field uh, over the top of this, but it has to do it after the wither gets created and falls down below the force field level. So I used a mod called... Of course. Uh, super, super something. Does anybody have another mannequin? <laughs> Did they want to bring up at this, this is point? A, this is a small circuit I made. Uh, there's a mod where you can make your own circuits, and you can get really elaborate. But all this does is it sets a little tiny delay in there, like a five-second delay. Tiny delay. So with one lever pull, what you're going to see happen, I don't know if wait, we Wait, wait, wait. Everyone in the audience, we uh, we got to say pull that lever. <laughs> okay, okay, on three. Well, wait, wait, wait. If you want sounds, you got to change the source in your Jeez, don't don't sorry. listen to them. You know, I'm just I was just so worried. It, uh, that, it like, only like take like about this ten laptop minutes. Is gonna... Okay, headphones. Do we decimator, have money for this? Decimator. Yeah. Do we have enough time right? in the show? The thing is, it's hard to know what what sounds like what. I don't I don't hear any sounds. These guys would be buying and mooing. These are my animals. These are that's a cow. And even clucking, if I understand. That's a chicken. Uh, this stuff's, you know, I don't, I don't probably, you know, this maybe for another day. I, these are these are generating cobble and flint and sand, and they're all they're each going through uh, all the things, and then they pass it off to the next thing, and then you know, there's just a lot of uh, you get iron and stuff. You guys don't, you guys don't care, but got to pull the, the lever. Okay, all right, so so here's not yet. What have I done? Because you have to know what to look for. It won't, because it doesn't look like There's going to be a wither. I have to tell you what's happening <laughs> so that you can be impressed. But, but really, there's no, there's no sound. I don't, I don't know. Because the wither makes this crazy sound when it gets created. All right, whatever. I'm going to pull oh, the yeah. lever. He did try changing it to yeah. decimator. I just have to be really careful because uh, it'll 12%. explode. Or headphones? headphones? 12%. Oh, try head. Yeah. Try headphones. No, it's not going to be headphones. Well, who cares? Let's figure this out. <laughs> They can hear it. Your cheers are outweighing the noise. Don't change that much. Yeah, no, you got the noise. Yeah, them some cows, baby. Oh, no. I just was, oh, was just no. testing the sound. You testing lost the, sound. the audience. All right. Okay. Mer so, mercy for animals. The wither's going to get created. It's going to go down. It's going to fall down. I'm going to go down here so you can watch it. Uh, it's going to be in there. And then... So, oh shit, yeah, we're running out of power. Okay. All right, let's do it. Well, I just want to tell you though that when it when it's gonna, it's also there's more down here because after the wither dies, oh well, shit, low battery. Get my get my power. <laughs> you, let's get Shrab up here. Come on, let's. Let's get Shrab up here and really, let's start the show. 
<laughs> Imagine being on like the Tonight Show. All right, let's. Uh, here comes Alec Baldwin. Hey, okay. Sit down. Talk okay. about something completely different. All right. <laughs> Play a game. Ignore him. I think it's time to pull oh, that lever. Okay, see it? They're creating the wither. Okay, now he's falling Go down. To the wind- now watch the force field. There, the force field's there. It's protecting me. You should have made a lighter colored oh, force field. Wait. He's down there. He's blue. Oh, he got myrtleized. And now, it, and now it's gonna, uh, uh, the, his, the stuff he drops goes into this chest, and then the chest is, has an import uh, bus on it, and then it goes to this computer, and there it is, a delicious he got nether, nether star. star. Okay, and now there's another thing I wanted to share. Not Minecraft related. That was actually really cool. That was super cool. You know, at first I thought it was it was boring, but it really, really got me after a while. You know, I just really got engaged. Dan? Oh. Okay, so if you're listening PowerPoint at home, this is, this is called friendship. It's a presentation. It's a PowerPoint. I just want to make sure. If you're listening at home and you're like, you're like, oh, what? So the podcast is always going to be so visual. Now I'm never going to listen. First of all, here's the smallest violin for your lack of money. Uh, you would be able to see it if yeah, you paid five dollars. Uh, but but that's not why I'm, that's not why I'm doing it. I'm not trying to blackmail you into. You should. I like that you cut your carrots and are poor and want to listen to something. I like I like I like gotta being cut in your them. Ears. Uh, Shrab, you're going to feel bad for all the stuff you said when you see this video. Yeah. So, so Shrab, look, I, I know I, I, I tried to whip together a PowerPoint up in the green room, and I, I, so I, t- I, t- I uh, took, up, took pictures of you because I wanted to do a quick PowerPoint. Friends uh, is... Are friendly. Uh, the R is for really friendly. Whatever. I, st- I bailed on that. It's just a... A chart that's a number of letters and friends, uh, so I, I gave up. But here's here's Shrab, my best friend. Aww. And then here's a picture I took him with his mouth open. And then and I I think my this is the end of my slideshow because I didn't have uh, I think the, the key to friendship is uh, understanding. <laughs> hey, Shrab. Do you remember? Do you remember the thing that you made for for me? <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. So if I, I, I I said this to to uh, I said it to Neil to for is like, hey, do you need a title sequence for uh, the Harmontown documentary? Yeah. I think I got I think I got it covered. Oh, here's here's what he sent me. <laughs> I'm gonna. That'll, that'll be. A, that's enough. Uh, we'll, we'll, that's enough visuals for tonight. We'll. Uh, uh, it sounded like the action news soundtrack. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. So. So. Well. well I feel so exposed. All right. So now we have like we have like an hour and a half more to fill. I'm so. 
I feel so, so exposed. Rob, whose backpack is that? Huh? Is that your? That's not your backpack, is it's it? My backpack. I'm going to uh, third hour. Oh, Did you, you came up with a backpack just to you thought that would be enough to just make fun of me for wearing my backpack up on stage? It seemed to work. I don't know if anybody You're talking about it. <laughs> even liked it. Alright, we'll figure out we'll figure out what we're You're doing. Talking up here. About it. All right, let me t- let me take a look at my notes. Okay. I really thought I thought I'd be able to like airplay stuff from my phone and like show you pictures of my dogs. That's what I keep saying is like uh oh the dream. That's the big dream. Pictures of my dogs, but but we'll just we'll just do a regular uh, show because we, what we've got right now is the HDMI uh, plug, and we've 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 enjoyed the hell out of that. Brandon, do you you don't sit down when you comp troll? Yeah, what? I never know what's gonna happen. You? I might have to run out of here. Oh. <laughs> um, bank. <laughs> Brandon, I didn't understand the ending of the. Like, uh, all right, where's it? While you do that, I'm going to turn my chair around. Wait, where's it? Are you sit cool? I can't find. So cool. Sit cool. All right. Okay. All right. So. All right. So these are the only things I have to talk about tonight. <laughs> uh, the idea of getting naked because you're so high. Yeah. Like, you always hear stories about that. Like, somebody gets, they, they smoke so much crack or they do so much acid that they they take off. Rob's going to die. They take off all their clothes. And like, what? Like, like if you, if, I could understand trying that, but, like, if it didn't work, wouldn't you put your clothes back on right away? Like people, I, think, I think eventually they do. Yeah. <laughs> all right, moving on. <laughs> are, you, are you worried about what you're going to do? When you get to that moment of being high, yeah, I don't. Well, I, don't, I just don't think I would ever get so high that I would take off all my clothes. Well, let me. I, I, the second time I I got high, I showed my friend my dick. <laughs> let us all settle in for this. <laughs> it was the second time I had got high, and we were in my friend's car, and I showed him my dick. <laughs> Did he? Was he asking? No. <laughs> Was it was it like the beginning of the Twilight Zone m- movie, <laughs> where Dan Aykroyd goes, "Hey, you want to see something really scary?" <laughs> and you turn around and you pull out your dick, and it's all blue with white hair. Did it say "Thanks for getting me high" in Sharpie on it or something? Yeah. Or what was it? And there was like a, a comedy whistle noise. <laughs> Woo! Was there something? Uh, was there something wrong? Like, were you asking for advice? Uh, <laughs> were no, you saying no. Help? I was giving him advice in a way. <laughs> <laughs> like, what to do with your dick? Yeah. What Show was, it. <laughs> yeah, check this out. Was it? Was it erect? No, no. That was why it was funny, probably. I don't want to analyze myself in it's that a, moment. It, it's a different punchline. Yeah. <laughs> if you show your friend a hard dick. Yeah. <laughs> the first time you got high, did you think, I'm going to, I can't do it yet, but I'm going to do it? <laughs> the, the first time I got high, I, I, I whipped out my dick, and then I, I was like, no, no, not yet. And I put it away. <laughs> and I didn't tell anybody. What, what, Shrub, why don't you, uh, you be... You I'm be, not showing you my dick. 
you be uh, Spencer's friend and I'll be Spencer. And okay. uh, whatever, you're driving. You know, it's just like, you know, my mom and dad don't understand what I'm trying to trying to say with my life. And I'm, I'm oh, just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I... I mean, that's why I hang out with you, because you you understand what I'm trying to, trying oh, to do. Oh, yeah, I got this. all the... Man, I got so much understanding. It's... It's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, uh, uh you mind you, if, uh, Sorry, you, left or right here? Uh, turn left, but then, uh, okay. I've got some advice for you. Bring it on, bro. Zip, that happened. Spencer. Yeah. You're... Dick is beautiful. Oh shit! Oh, oh shit! Let's take it easy. Officer. Do you know why I pulled you over? Oh god! <laughs> Keep your hands up. We don't want to get shot. <laughs> why? You made a left turn in a no flashing zone. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> take a uh, look at his cock. <laughs> It's gorgeous. And scene. Yeah, yeah. Right. And it was, I wasn't sure if we should end it. Thank you, thank you. There's a... But there's a post-credit sequence. There's this a blooper reel. Sam Jackson is back in Spencer's kitchen going, Oh, so you showed your dick, huh? Well, get ready for a wild ride next summer. <laughs> That's the last movie I ever saw in a theater. Uh, the uh, Iron Man. <laughs> the fucking Iron Man. Millennials. It was called The Iron Man. Uh, the I liked The Iron Man. Uh, I, I'll take uh, two for The Iron Man. <laughs> I'm still working out some kinks in my home automation system. Uh, one of my dreams is to have a nice little house and have, like... Be able to control. Uh, the speakers and stuff in every room and blah, blah, blah. So there's multiple audio sources. One of the audio sources is an iPod. In case the internet goes out, it's got a little iPod that's full of music. A little iPod. But it syncs with a laptop, that, and it's like, you know, all that Apple crap. It's got everything syncs together. The so the iPod, and I've been meaning to fix this, but the iPod just has all my voice memos on it, um, which I, I record all my therapy sessions. Mm, and uh, Fuck, and I, not a good idea. Yeah. That sounds bad. And, uh, and so I just looked today because I was like, trying to play the sneakers soundtrack which Danny Jelinek gave me as a gift because uh, uh, you can't get it online there's no there's no sneakers soundtrack on Spotify and it's a I, good it's a good soundtrack I, I remember you gave me the CD in the 90s in Milwaukee and I lost Wh it Winton Marcellus uh, the uh, Brand, 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 Brandon Brantford 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 Marcellus Brantford Win uh, okay. the Br Brandon was it <laughs> Marcellus was it right. Marcellus Wallace uh, the, the 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 so I'm listening so I was like oh can I play this you know there's no CD player anymore so I'm like put it in the Blu-ray player and then I'm like looking at the different menus and things it's like oh I'm gonna play this sneaker soundtrack everywhere and then I see and you know how when you, you find out your zipper's been open but, and, but you said so you have no idea how it could have been days uh, that your zipper if, was if 
you wore your pants that long. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the it's it's like I look and I see lit up. It's like the back patio is is playing my iPod. Oh no. <laughs> So is it playing your therapy yeah. out to your neighbors? Yeah. And like, and like, you know, and like dr drunken fights I'd have with my ex-wife, you know, like where, you know, oh, like God, where, yeah. we, where we'd go. You like, would go to your therapist drunk and record it? No, no, no. That's how I would record all my therapy sessions. I'm just listing the other embarrassed. The other, it's a lot of like community ADR. It's like, like me going like, 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 uh, cool, cool, cool. Or, you know, like, like do, doing multiple takes of like, like, like things or Rick and Morty lines or something that like I'm handing to an editor to like scratch in, but then and then interspersed with that is like eight minute sound files that are like <laughs> I'm not yelling at you. Yes, you are. You're always yelling. <laughs> I'm recording, you know. Go ahead, I'm recording you. Oh no! Wow! Oh my God! And it was just—it was just playing in my backpack. Wow! Oh. But I don't really know. I mean, and you're like, I'm gonna record this be because because it's gonna make me look like a real hero. Yeah, no, I don't. Because we were both drunk. We were both, you know, like I, there, there oh, were no. Oh, oh, oh. Let me get out my phone. Yeah. Well, that's something a drunk person memo? does. Voice you're, memo. Okay. If you're drunk and you're in a, in a fight with another drunk person, like you're both thinking like you're like <laughs> totally stone cold sober and like, you should hear yourself right now. <laughs> I'm going to Hasselhoff's daughter you so yeah. hard. <laughs> and, and, then you, and then you get up the next morning and you're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's listen to it together. Let's listen to it. Let's no. just listen to it. No, no, no. <laughs> um, do your neighbors treat you differently? Has any shit gone down? Oh, you met, you were like, what if you woke up the next morning? Oh, no, I, I don't, but look, I just saw it. That's the thing. It's like, I don't know how long it was playing. I don't know if it played anything specific. I didn't like hear anything blaring for the speakers. And I just, think our neighbors are full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Told that neighbor suck my those, dick. Those neighbors over there with their trees growing shade on my lawn, causing the sun to not grow my grass. <laughs> All right, let's do a my segment. My neighbor. <laughs> I keep thinking we're going to be cutting to like some puppet show over here with this <laughs> Lady Elaine's going to come out of the, uh, the attic and go, uh, hello, Dan. Uh. Hey, Jeff uh, from Harmontown. It's me, Dan from Harmontown. Hi, Dan from Harmontown. I'm Jeff from Harmontown. Uh, have you met the HelloFresh gnome? Uh, I've heard about him and, and like quiet whisperings around town. Well, I've been standing here by the microphones this whole time. Oh, Jesus Christ. Me? Don't ever sneak up on me like that, HelloFresh gnome. I'm Lomkins, the HelloFresh gnome. Lomkins is such an acquiescent gnome, he doesn't care what you heard his name as. Uh, the same way that HelloFresh is so acquiescent that it doesn't want you to have to go to the grocery store to buy fresh ingredients just so you can cook at home. Lomkins, is it? Yeah. Could you break it down for me? Like, tell me about HelloFresh, because I'm, I'm a little confused. HelloFresh is the meal kit delivery service that makes cooking more fun so you can focus on the whole experience, not just the final plate. But I, I find cooking fun on its own. What does HelloFresh bring to my air quotes table? Delicious new recipes with step-by-step -step instructions designed to take around 30 minutes for everyone from novices to seasoned home cooks short on time. I mean, think of it this way, Jeff. How many times have you used the excuse of, I don't have time to go to the store, to not cook your own food? I just order Thai food. 
Well, no, don't do that. Oh, that's 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 Lumpkins' kryptonite. He hates Thai food. That's like hot pizza to the noid. Does HelloFresh hate Thai people? No, well, I'm just saying, like, when you're ordering Thai food, you're getting all this stuff. Like, you're, those people are motivated by profit. Like, they want to make, they want to give you the cheapest ingredients. They're all frozen and inorganic, and they're trying to turn a profit off of your laziness. When really, in the same amount of time as it takes for you to wait for the Thai food, wouldn't you like to prepare a meal for yourself that you knew the ingredients were fresh? What if it was under $10? Yeah, yeah that sounds... Like a great idea. I would love to cook for myself if I had the ingredients laying about and I knew what the hell I was doing. How about the freshest ingredients measured to the exact quantities needed so there's no food waste designed by registered dietitians who review each recipe to ensure it's nutritionally balanced? What comes in the box? Everything you need to make the meals, right, Lampkins? <laughs> I gotta go! What are you guys doing? Do you guys see a gnome in here? Spencer, there was just a gnome in here. Oh, shit. No, I don't know. Sorry. There was a gnome that dropped a lot of information on me, and I'm, I, I still have questions about HelloFresh. I think the idea, Jeff, is that whether you're an amateur or an expert, you've got these portioned out fresh ingredients and instructions that either you're going to learn how to cook if you're an amateur, or you're going to have a, a really pleasurable, easy cooking experience if you're a pro. That sounds fun. Mm. It sounds better than waiting for Thai food to come. Yeah. Like, like the same amount of time, except in the end, you've made a meal for yourself that costs you less than $10. Less than 10 Well, then I'm sold. I have to do the cooking. Yeah. But they make it easy. Yeah. And the stuff comes in a box. Yeah. And you get to pick the stuff you want, or do they just throw shit at you that you, you have no idea what it is? Here's my personal testimony. I tried HelloFresh, and here's what happened. All right, I went on the internet, I used the promo code to order it. And a couple days later, a box of ingredients that were portioned out by regulation dietitians came to my door. I opened the box. I pulled out the ingredients. I'm not lying. The ingredients for lemony pan-seared chicken with pesto peas and potatoes? That was it. That's what I ate and, and made. Oh, I thought it might have been the cumin spice Wait. steak with scallions dressing and spinach couscous salad. Wait, Dan, for real, you actually got this stuff and you made it? Yeah. Yeah, I made the lemony cumin chicken. Did you... Did you Get in the kitchen and actually fire it up and do the whole thing? Yeah, I opened the box, and I pulled out the portions, and I put them in accordance into the proper pans. And I applied heat and stirred, and then I had a meal that I had made for myself, except I didn't have to do any of the hard stuff. I just had to have the joyful experience of preparing my own food. That sounds great! Oh, shit, the gnome Wait, is back! is there a gnome in here? You said that there wasn't a gnome here. The, the gnome comes and goes. He's a, he's a, he's a, a whimsical creature. Lompkins is summoned by the need for mass dumps of information. No, I no, know. We've no, done no. ads before, but he owes me $40. But is it, Lompkins, is it true that you worked for Monsanto for, like, like five years as a part of their marketing team? Uh, 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 use the promo code HarmonTown30 at HelloFresh.com for $30 off your first week and don't worry about my checkered past. It seems like Lompkins, the HelloFresh gnome, feels guilty about his past working for big food and now is making amends by working for small food, HelloFresh. For $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter promo code HarmonTown30. That's going to get you $30 off your first week of HelloFresh. And it's going to get you off. Hello, Fresh. Goodbye, Frozen. Come to the meal. That's the one you have chosen. But you didn't buy these things from a store. They came in a box to your... Came in a box to your... Came in a box to your door. Hello, 
fresh. Let's do a segment. Get a sound cue ready. We'll do a segment. Uh, this is an old classic. Uh, things things that Dan has to complain about that he that 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 can't he can't really complain about without sounding like a dick. <laughs> I said, when you're 44 and you have money, your problems are different than when you were 20. And so, when you are also an attention whore, it's hard to complain about the stuff that makes you mad because all the people listening are poor and sad. I really got my finger in the pulse. <laughs> yeah, okay, so here's the thing. I'm sick and tired of doing these, uh, uh, these, these... Cosby impressions! <laughs> I'm sick, I'm never, I'm not doing any more interview requests for publications that are part of a roundup where they're like, yeah, everybody sound in about your favorite genre. You're, I never get chosen. I spend hours on my quotes and email them in and they never use me. They're just using me to like get to get Joss Whedon to say he'll do it. <laughs> Are you the you're the gateway to Joss Whedon? No, I'm not the guy. Yeah, that's why I paused in my throat. I just mean like like they're using me to make maybe he'll go like oh gross I'll do that because I don't know why he would do that. Why would he do? Are that? you telling me you're waiting to talk on topics and these people have not reached out? Wait, no, I'm saying like I'm just I, saying I'm, like I lost you. I'm just saying like when, a, when that's because it's an unrelatable thing that only I can complain about. <laughs> when people when you you know when your publicist calls you and says like oh uh, uh, you know when your publicist calls you and says hey do you want to do this thing right and your publicist calls hey Dan this is your publicist hey do you want to do this thing Josh Whedon is gonna do it will you do it yeah it's I mean what it, what it, <laughs> What do you what do you what do you like the the self-deprecation buttress? Yes. You're yes ending self-deprecation. This is me. I'm the self-deprecation buttress. Hey, hey, Josh Whedon won't do this. Will you do this? Kevin Smith won't do it. Will you do this? Will you be on the ten thousand dollar pyramid with with uh soupy sales? <laughs> And Pee Wee Herman, will you get on Pee Wee Herman with Subi Sales? Hey, Dan Harmon, I'm your publicist. Oh, oh, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going through a tunnel. I'm going through a tunnel. I'm sorry, Dan. I'm sorry, Dan. You're breaking up, Dan. I'm your publicist. I'm going through a tunnel. I'm, I'm your publicist. I'm going through a tunnel. Hey, did you get that? Did you get that email? You never wrote me back. Anyway, Joss Whedon won't do this. Will you do it? Will you do this, Joss Whedon? Joss Whedon won't do it. You know who else won't do it? A lot of other people. Hey, Chris Pap won't call me anymore. He won't call me anymore. He doesn't call me. Chris Pratt won't call you anymore? Chris, Chris Pratt does not call me anymore. He does not call me anymore. He does not like my Instagram pictures. <laughs> why are you? You're a publicist. Why do you have an Instagram at all? I mean, except for your personal life. Why do you want Chris Pratt to... I have a personal life, and I want to Instagram it, and I have that right. And I'm going through a tunnel right now. You're it would, it would just... Be nicer if to, you, my, to my. To if you want to be famous, why did you become a publicist, and why are you? Why would you apparently live in a tunnel? 
That, that's where all the food is. <laughs> I'm, I'm hungry. I'm starving. You can, you, a publicist is supposed to. Don't open your laptop. <laughs> I am because I want to. I just want because you're being you're being a dick and I want to show. I am not a. Just wait. Don't don't okay. don't broadcast anything yet because I just I'm so scared right. that my laptop's gonna have like it's it's more for other people than for me. I don't, you remember there's, the there's remember the so fucking much Doctor Strange spoiler. Uh, just don't, don't. You're not broadcasting anything, right? Okay. All right. Just let me find something. <laughs> you're not broadcasting. Producing. Well, whatever. We're just gonna. You don't have to make me feel like a piece of shit. So, Rob, <laughs> Rob, you are going through a tunnel. I'm, I'm going through a tunnel. Thank you. It's a long tunnel. There's no light at the end Thank of you. it. It's a dark you just, like a full you just have the two clients, or I have two clients. One is my Instagram account. Slideshow. You can't just. It, it has to be created. You can't just. What, well, what do you mean? Now's the time to figure it out. <laughs> just, just, just take a second. Just take a second. Just, just take a second. Holy shit. Wow, that Fast and Furious movie is really lighting up the box office mojo. Fate and the Furious, more like Great Date and the Furious, am I right? Yeah, you're right. That's a good first date, Fate of the Furious. Hey, 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 Sasha, would you like to go on Fate and the Furious with me? It's our first date. <laughs> oh, hide sidebar. There we go. Okay. <laughs> hide sidebar. Okay. Spencer, you're Sasha. Oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're standing in line to see the fate of the... Hey, hey, would you now, like some uh, popcorn? Sure, it. and I'll have a soda as well. <laughs> we'll have a popcorn and soda, please. Uh, welcome to AMC. Uh, I'm oh, okay, we're not even in yet. All right. <laughs> but I'll remember your request. Sir, uh... <laughs> Sir, welcome to AMC. Is a sir and ma'am. Just let's hear it. Ma'am, I can't look your date in the eye, sir. <laughs> Me neither. Please don't. Welcome First to AMC. We say that so in every part Shit. of the interaction. Okay. Okay. I thought that All right. Sasha, case. you're beautiful. Okay. You're so beautiful. Thank okay. you for going out on a date. I'm desperate. All right, you can. You can bring up. I'm just going to show some photos for those of you. We'll listening. come back to Sasha and Schraub on a date, seeing Fate of the Furious after Whoa, these messages. It's a gun store. That's a, no, that's a photo of me buying I my don't gun. Approve. There's my gun. Damn, oh I, no! I'm sure. Wants to kill something. I still haven't picked oh, it up. America. Oh, oh okay. it's better that you haven't picked it up yet. Fucking America. Pacific oh, dining car mustard. in uh, Burbank has yellow mustard. They they put it on the table. Classic yellow. This is my dogs. I told you oh, I ship pictures of my dog. Okay, so that's I. That's I was trying to make my uh, uh, Mass Effect character. I got the the gray afro. Can we get this more is the light? Best I could do. Can we get more light here? Like like right here. Is there a spotlight that we could put like on the the screen? No, that's the opposite. <laughs> that's my Mass Effect character. Okay, there's there's nights on. Oh, That's a picture are... I took while I was really high at a Easter barbecue, and I I, 
was I, I was like looking at the leaves and I thought I could. Kind of looks I, like Abraham Lincoln. There's me in a in a beard Speaking. and a suit. There's the dogs. There's uh this is I had to watch this while jerking off. This is a guy testing my intercom system and he was down there all day. And so he's, that's right next to my bed. And so I was jerking off. Sophia cleans. You were jerking off to Sophia cleans. This is Ken Seeley, my favorite interventionist on intervention. He looks like uh, he's got a little Jim Carrey. There's a little Jim Carrey in there. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I love my Candy Finnegan and my uh, uh, James Van Vondren. <laughs> if only for his last name, Van Vondren. Come on, that's a he's that guy must have smoked a lot of crack. He lost his last name. Uh, all right, so this is another thing. I was high again at a restaurant, and I was like, "Look at that beautiful chandelier." And it's uh, the pictures never really work. Uh, look at this. Look at these phone booths. They're taking them out, and they. Look at all the wires in there. How many how many things do you need for a phone? Look at this thing. You know, I used to feel bad for phones uh, until they got- I used to feel bad for phones too. But then I woke up. There's Seth Green at a signing and I, I this guy looks like Seth Green in disguise, so I took a picture. <laughs> So he looks like he looks a little like meth green. Sometimes people ask me to draw stuff for Rick and Morty, so this is Morty sucking capitalism as a dick. By the way, if you're if you're gay and you love to fillet or whatever, it doesn't. Or a woman. Wait, well, let's not even get into that. Uh, They've got enough problems. Uh, I'm just you know like I don't know the whole dick sucking thing. I think yeah, I just want to specify. I want to put an asterisk on that. Like it's really underrated. I hope it's not a homophobic sentiment when we keep telling each other that we suck dicks. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll take an audible on that with our gay listeners. There's a, the, the, so I was, I, so I found out the ultimate drug to take at a signing is MDMA. And, uh, like t- I took like this little tiny hit and yes. uh, that somebody that Duncan Trussell gave me. And then we went to this signing. Um, so I'm sorry if you were there with your family and you had me sign a thing. I was, I was rolling. On he licked the, my the, face. The, the kids call <laughs> Molly or whatever. And then I was sorry, but it was, I think it makes Why me, is that the ultimate drug? Why? Because it, because I usually take like a little Adderall to get through like a right. signing, and uh, and it just makes me talk about my, myself a lot. Like right now, like I'm on Adderall and vodka, and I'm going like, oh, look at me, what is that? I can make my PowerPoint. It's kind of abusive, yeah. But uh, <laughs> but uh, MDMA, it's like you know, kind of like it's a perfect blend because people are like, oh, I came from Phoenix, and you're like, wow, how is Phoenix? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's just it's just enough, you know? It's like you know right. you're not like, oh, give me right. your phone number, you know, it's just like 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 oh Phoenix is cool. And it's like it is exa- it is the truth. Right. right. And how you right. feel. It's right. just hard to get to that place in such well, a uh, strenuous environment. I read environment. something online that, that Duncan Trussell like went off on a on a on a like a heckler or something. Did you hear about this or whatever? Is no, this- he was doing a show here and Andy Dick came. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this is old news. <laughs> anyway, go back. Speeder Scout. Look, no, yeah. So let's was- talk about more ecstasy. <laughs> so you, was, were, that, you were on ecstasy when you were talking to people? Yeah, well, don't make it sound like that, but... but uh, <laughs> I was on ecstasy while I was signing action figures. And, uh, and, then, and then, oh yeah, look at this, I got one of these fucking things. This is a stupid oh. virus or something. Well, like the system scan. Alright, uh, but then they took me in the back, and look, they get, this guy made... The, the, he bought some kind of garbage uh, speeder scout. That's not, a, that's, that's not interesting. Okay, oh, wow. alright, let's close the laptop. Alright, or oh, wait, oh, wait, wait, what was the... But shroud... Oh. Man, what? the reason I opened it up is because I wanted—I I thought I had an album full of the the mean shit that you text to me. I don't—I like, don't t- text mean. Uh, yeah, but okay, but then I open the Slack and then it's like there's shit all over the place. There's the whole slates on there, and people are mean? like, "You're making a, a Puff the Dragon movie? <laughs> I'm gonna tell Holly Wookie." 
<laughs> Puff the dragon out this fall. <laughs> All right, let's get let's get down to business. You're doing great. We've, we've, You're doing we've, great. We've, this we've, is a great first show. We've cooled off the crowd. Um, all right, so how's it going, Shrub? You were taking voice classes before, weren't you? You're going to make uh, your voice lower? I, I, I stopped for a bit because I'm um, busy working on a rewrite right now of a script I'm working on. Okay, was your voice getting lower? Um, yeah. <laughs> when do you break out the lower voice? Like, what if uh, you see this somebody... This is the lower voice. <laughs> So you, should, you should hear when it's not it, low. If you see somebody from your past, are you going to pick your old voice or your new voice? Like my mom? Why, why would you see her? <laughs> why would I see her? <laughs> Ever again? Uh, you know, holidays and birth and stuff. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll probably, probably revert back to my, old, my, my regular voice. That's talking through my nose and stuff. Let's change the subject. What do you, th what do you think good. of this one? Wait. What? Uh, what? Yeah, what do you think of this? All of a sudden, I'm listening to you. Do I command your attention? attention? He, yeah. didn't, he didn't even need a coach for any of this. He's just changing his voice all around. I would like to do business with you. All right. It's terrifying. I would right. like to give you business tips and strategies. Okay. Give me the top five business tips. Tip number five for a direct and communicative business strategy. Close before you open. Too many closers claim... All right, it's 9-11. It's a great tradition. Yeah. Close before you open. That's Number four. Number four. Uh, always be closing. I, I'm hearing clothesing. No. Like no. clothes. Number three, listen carefully. Number two, listening is for closers. Number one, business champ for a communicative, direct business strategy for success in the marketplace in the modern era. Open your ears before you close your listening. <laughs> this is great, great vocal coach advice. But now it's me. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. See, this is what I sounded like before. I have terrible business advice. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm going to do the opposite of what you say. So the top five bad choices in business. These are the top five. These are the worst. The bottom five business strategies for direct communicative business <laughs> environments. Number five. Okay. Reverse the order of your lists. Start with number one. And, and make that the worst one descending. Number four. Clarify. Yeah. Uh, for instance... Uh, you make your points come to the... It's like babies fucking. The, <laughs> it's like babies fucking? Babies fucking. I like to watch babies fuck. 
I had a, I, I had a, I had a, I had a girlfriend that 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 wanted to uh, put clothespins on her uh, nipples, but we never did it. Ah, gross! How do you pass up that opportunity? They were her nipples, so I mean, for me, it would have been just like doing laundry. <laughs> It wasn't like, oh, I've always wanted to. I mean, I, don't get me wrong, I'd want her to be happy, but I just, like, where do you get clothespins? I, <laughs> I, I had I, a girlfriend I, that had a, a tooth in her pussy. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a bone ridge, right? Elaborate. It was like a. It was like don't, a don't use such a fancy word for such a dirty moment. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> elaborate on this vaginal tooth. <laughs> It was like a, uh, yeah, I felt like a, yeah. It, well, it was like either like, like a tooth or like a, like I, I would sometimes describe it as like, it was like a, a cat what? finger. Cats don't have fingers. <laughs> I, I'm telling you what it felt like. And you only have the things your dick has touched as a metric. Lots of. Uh, it felt. <laughs> it was like a. It was like a child's bonnet. <laughs> I didn't say that. Okay, don't do like that. The, don't the, do that. Don't do. Don't do that. that Why would the you back do? of a child's bonnet? <laughs> a bonnet, like child's wears a bonnet. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Okay. Come on. Let's. Are you guys watching the uh, Handmaid's Tale? <laughs> No, I'm, I saw I saw the original movie. It was it was freaky. It was pretty. Scary. Oh, there was. A, I didn't know there was another adaptation Robert, of it. Robert Duvall back in like I want to say the eighties, late eighties. I want those handmaids. <laughs> That's my Robert Duvall impression. You, you got to bring me those handmaids. You better uh, bring me those handmaids. Uh, I just caught this is uh, I just caught Big Little Lies. Any Big Little Lies ladies out there? Yeah. I watched the first one of those, and then I was like, I always, I always, always give up too quick on things. Like I watched the first of the first season of Fargo, and then I was like, it's too much like Fargo. Yeah. Uh, and then everyone's like, I wanted something different from the Fargo television series. It was too much like Fargo the movie. <laughs> I mean, come on. And then I watched the first Big Little Lies, and I was like, I did, I, 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 I like all the people that are in it, and I liked, I was interested in all the stories, but I just couldn't, like, I, I, I there's a pettiness in me that's like, I, I was like, when the, they kept cutting to the people going, like, she was stone cold. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I was like, I don't want to stop doing that. I don't like that. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like creatively bullied by that. Like, I feel like, I feel like stop, stop elbowing me like so hard. Like just like fucking like cup, cup me. <laughs> what, uh, well, uh, uh, what, what, what do you mean? Cup you? Uh, yeah. I just, I like, just sort of like cup your balls. Yeah. 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 <laughs> story like support, like, like be there yes. for the parts of me that would otherwise sag and, <laughs> Like, like, but don't, don't like, don't like be like, huh? Think about it. I'm like, no, you think about it. You made a TV show. 
Why do you mean think about it? Your elbow, you're hurting my ribs. I just want to watch the show. You don't think Nicole Kidman can carry a story in a straight narrative? Like she's, uh, but, 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 but I know it's just, it's the petty part of me. Cause, uh, but I, I will say Patriot, like I, it's turned me around now on like nonlinear storytelling, serialized. Uh, there's no voiceover in it, but I get it. I'm an old fogey. Like if I had, if my craft is like Gilligan's Island or Knight Rider and like it doesn't, it's modular and, and it's like, it's from an old world and. <sighs> Next week we have Rob Corddry. <laughs> he's good. He's good. He's a good, he, he's a good guest. Yeah. He's, he's a good version of a guest. He's a good Rob. <laughs> Too easy. Uh, how's your how's your butthole? You 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 my butthole. How is my butthole? Yeah. Oh yeah. You're offended. You're yeah. yeah. How dare I mention your butthole? You've shared with us that you obsess about your butthole. You've burnt it with. Is a, that true? Okay. Yeah, my butthole's fine. My butthole's. How you burn? How did you? How did you burn your butthole? No, you haven't heard this story. No. It's on. The, it's on the list. Yeah. <laughs> no, I. Uh, Dan, do you want to help me out here? Schraub, when he was a kid. No. No. So, let me, you don't even know what I'm gonna say. Okay. Okay. Fine. Schraub, when he was a kid. I'm saying if I wrote the biopic about this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> fade up. Fade up. Schraub, when cold open before the title. Schraub, when he was a kid. He He's, uh, he's to, he used to not wipe his butt very much or something. No. Now, <laughs> yes. I will say either did I, but I didn't go this path. Like, like he, and then and then when we were in our twenties, I guess in the old comedy sports locker room, like someone looked at Schraub's underwear and was like, "What the fuck?" Did, oh. Like, like, don't you ever wipe your ass? And then he was like, "Oh wait, my like I, like I always used to say I felt like my butt was itchy and my like your mom wouldn't say then wipe your ass more. You somehow you blamed your mom, but." Uh, <laughs> And then, and then, so, so in your twenties, you started to you 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 acquire overcompensating. You started going like, oh, you're supposed to keep your butt clean, and you kind of became like very embarrassed and fastidious about your butt, and it became like kind of a fixation. Uh, uh, and and you and you so you started like fastidiously cleaning your butt, taking a lot of showers every day, and then you had a girlfriend that was supportive of that. She got you a special shower head that you could reach down there. My wife and. Uh, <laughs> But she would. She worked. She became my wife. She yeah. worked at Bed Bath related, and Beyond, and then he. And then not really. He, he <laughs> kind of related. Um, she bought me like a shower snake. Yeah. And then and I used then, to watch. So then purposely to, after taking a shit, I would have to take a shower and clean out my butt. And then you started doing it with more and more hot water because, because that's what I was taught how you get dishes clean. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's not untrue. It's not. Yeah. The hotter the temperature. Yes, if you the don't, tighter yeah, the sweater. You, yeah, the boys depend on us. Yeah, right. The the so, so then you then you scalded your butthole a little bit and and most of my balls and and <laughs> upper thigh region, uh, and then you went to the doctor and then the doctor said, "Let's holy shit, what did you do to yourself?" Yeah, 
Good God. Are we third? Uh, and I don't know why I'm doing this, but is it third degree? How, how burned? Are we burned, burned? It's probably third degree. Good God. No, it was third degree. Third degree. I don't know what third degree Third degree is. means Freddy Krueger. Like you could. Right. Like, right. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, it wasn't third degree, but it was, it was, it, it, it was enough that the doctor went, what did you do to yourself? <laughs> we, 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 were, we, were, we were watching this. Uh, we, watched the, we did a marathon of the old Freddy Krueger show. There was a show on in the 90s when Nightmare on Elm Street 4 was out. There was like, like the peak of Freddy fever. Like Freddy had like a breakfast cereal. He was hosting Friday night videos and whatever. And, uh, and there, was this, there was this show called... Is that horror? It's an anthology. It was like, a, it was like an anthology called Freddy's Nightmares, colon... A Nightmare on Elm Street series. No, no, no. Uh, nightmare, a Nightmare on Elm Street, colon, the, the series. series. So right. there was like two colons in this title. Yeah. So it was like a joke. And we go, Freddy's Nightmares, colon, A Nightmare on Elm Street, <laughs> colon, yeah. the series. And we decided it must have been like, 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 there must have been a rights thing. Like, there, like that, this wouldn't be a surprising thing if there was like, people who had the rights to Freddy the character and then people who had the rights to Elm Street or something. Because that's then, what would happen with it if any of you are old enough, and none of you are, that Friday the 13th had an anthology series that didn't have uh, Jason Voorhees in it. It was like a right. like a shop of cursed objects. It was an antique objects. store yeah, of cursed items. Because, because somebody owns Friday the 13th and another big group owns Jason. That's why the last Which, couple by of... The way, you know, the Friday the 13th, the series with that cursed antique shop totally ripped off the Scooby-Doo, the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, which was Vin Vincent Price hired Scooby and Shaggy to work at his, his store or whatever, and they dropped a vase or something, and he's like, oh, that had ghosts in it. And, and I was like, I want you to go out and round up those ghosts. Uh, how many are there? Yes. Um, as many as in a standard network season order. <laughs> but also a very spooky number 13 <laughs> but in the, in the 13th episode do you think Scooby brings in the ghost and then he drops the back nine ghost alright sorry <laughs> The back, go get the back nine ghosts for a total of 24. Those are the mid-season ghosts. You counted the pilot ghost. You, everyone does that. You're not supposed to do that. You. Uh, anyways, but the, yeah, you know that, that, okay, if you're out there and you created Friday the 13th, the series, you know what you did. Uh, but... But also uh, uh, the Night, Night, Night of the Living Dead franchise. We, we like we we met with George Romero when we were yeah. much younger. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, amazing. We, it was it was interesting. One of the things that was fascinating was hearing not only how you know the reason that movies is famous was because of a bunch of mishaps that also yep. unfortunately resulted. It was in originally effect. called Night of the Flesh Eaters, and then at the last minute they changed the name, uh, the title card. That, but they forgot to put like copyright right information right. on it and it became public domain. That's why oh. everybody was allowed to put it at their drive-in theaters for free so they all did which was the ultimate distribution tool yep. because it was just <laughs> but, but that's what made yeah. it the most famous most successful money-making movie in the world but R Romero and his people didn't really get any they of that They didn't money. make any money. That's why they've been remaking it every, every But then there was years. a the, the other reason why you notice with the Night of the Living Dead like then and they're like it's splintered into I think like Rubenstein or, or owned like it was like how did it divide? It was like no, no, 
no. Uh, um, anything that's of the dead is Romero's property, and anything that's uh, a time of the day. No, no, no. Is, Living Dead is owned by. Oh God, I forgot his name. I can't believe it. Anybody horror fans out there? Who? Who? What am I looking for? <laughs> well, because they don't want to advertise false expertise. And what? That's not the oh, right okay. Answer. That that's helpful. Anyway, what did he say? Is that Sharpie butts a lot? Oh, uh, he's just uh, yeah. I'm just jumping out stuff. I mean, any anything to stretch the time at this point. I mean, like I, <laughs> I didn't. I, I just I got so nervous about the visuals. I was like, can I see photos of my dog? And then you know, everybody's like, yeah, but not if you use the trackpad or something. And I was like, oh god, what are we gonna do? And then the first ten minutes was like we just burnt out our energy with all those visuals. There's a mannequin with pantyhose on it. And I, now now what are we doing? It's like it's like it's like listening to a golf tournament. People enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. Hamid moves up to the bit, stands uh, in front of the bit. There's a and cricket slowly in here. tries to whack it. Is in. there a cricket in here? Yeah, it sounds yeah. like it's over there. Well, that's nice. That's a, maybe that's the meltdown cricket. He followed us. People or always she. think it's a fan. It's a fucking cricket. That's what Ladies can be crickets. Like. Oh, oh shit! There's a secret might drop that I haven't, didn't I haven't go dropped nowhere. No, no, I haven't dropped it yet. All right, what were we talking about? Horror movies, Freddy Krueger, third yeah. degree burn, your butthole. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, my grandpa had third degree birds all over his body. He's he's gone now, but he uh, yeah he blew up in an oil tank, uh, not in the war, but after he got back, he was already a pretty old guy. He was already my grandpa, uh, and he and he blew up. In a, in, while he was welding the inside of a of a gas tank, like like you know, oh, under, don't do that underneath gas you stations. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. If you do that, no, 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 don't do that. If you were to if you were to excavate all the earth around a gas station, you'd see these giant tanks where yeah. all the gas goes down there, and they they need maintenance down there. So I guess you go down with a blowtorch, and sometimes they haven't left the fan on long enough overnight to get all those gas fumes out of there. Big explosion. They said that the tools were melted to the floor of the gas tank. That's how hot it was in there. Like the rungs of the ladder to get out were like melted. And he was in there as a human being made of, of meat. And uh, he, I remember being a kid and going to the hospital and being terrified uh, of, of my own grandpa. And he was like, don't be scared. Uh, like, 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 which I thought was kind of cool because it was like, I mean, he should have been like, ouch. Uh, and it was, he was like worried about me being scared. Yeah. Yeah, he should have been like, be scared. Yeah, I wish. Yeah, like, I'm terrified. Uh, go to college. Right. Uh, right. Do not, right. And not for welding. Don't pull one of those. Um, the, 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 but he, uh, yeah, they, and they, they, they did. But he ended up, by the time he died, he looked totally, he didn't, you couldn't, you would never have known from looking at him. But I, I thought it was like 90% of his body was like third degree burn. So I don't even understand how they did that. There was a talk of like skin graft from his butt or something. But like, can you skin graft and like wait for skin to grow Why? back? Are you asking me? I don't know. Well, what am I supposed to ask? The fucking Surgeon General? Uh, yes, you can do that. It's a, it's a, it's an out loud rhetorical question. You know. Here's what? a question: Settlement? Uh, you know what? Fucking, I don't think so. I never even heard a thing about that. Somebody should have said something. Don't do that. Maybe it was like his idea to go in while there was gas in there or something, so he couldn't sue anybody. I don't know. I don't never, do it. Or but, but don't do it, man. Knowing him though, he I want to go like, down there. I, sure. I want to do some welding. No, come on. The fans don't do it. 
I'm sure he would have been like, no, I'm, a, you know, I'm, I don't, I'm not gonna sue. I'm not a, you know, like he was, he was, he lied about his age to go fight World War II, like couldn't get in there fast enough. And I'm sure he like didn't want to. Maybe didn't. If a lawyer called him, he'd probably be like, fuck you. Good God, the Harmon's cut from a steel cloth. Yeah, yeah. Now that generation's all gone now. It's all pussies now. <laughs> Because, because hey, the, what is the hardest? The manlier your grandparents are, the more because it's like well, they, they, it's like the microcosm of the nation. They like protected us and fought Nazis for real, and like, yeah. And then we join improv troops when we're thirty-five and just complain. This Twinkie, this Twinkie's too soft. <laughs> I want we take my you, money back. We take you to this intelligentsia. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm who, gonna hashtag this Twinkie until uh, you get sued and fired. <laughs> I'm a snowflake. Who, like, has the hardest job in your family? Like, God, like definitely me. Really? Uh, uh, hardest job. Uh, like, who, who followed in his Doug. footsteps? Any? Yeah, I'd have to say the, clo- the, next, the next closest manliest thing would be my uncle that airbrushes the sides of vans. And, uh, what? Yeah. I, there's really nobody. I mean, I'm sure somebody's offended in my family if they're listening, but I don't think they're, they're listening. But, but I, I can't. Didn't I, he do a jacket? Didn't he? Didn't he airbrush a jacket for you? He or? airbrushed lots of jackets. He's now he's he's passed away. He had he got brain cancer. Uh, but uh, so lucky. Yeah. What? Uh, Sorry. Uh, it's been a rough week. Uh, no, I yeah I don't I was it's not a it's not a my, it was my my great grandma uh, Busha it's a Busha's <laughs> Polish for grandma I think it's like the, the Polish version of Mima is Busha but Busha uh, she 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 was you know I I think it's okay to say she she murdered a guy I, I think it's okay to say she was a vaudevillian and she probably murdered a guy <laughs> maybe like but I'm sure he deserved it it's, it's like it was probably break this shit down <laughs> like she did it with her ass. Act, or she did it in the middle of an act. Or how did... I told the story before, but it was <laughs> oh. like, 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 and I, and I, I feel like every time I like go back and visit my parents, I find out I'm wrong about all these details. But I felt like, like, like my my great grandma, <laughs> uh, she was like, she she was living with a guy, or he was like, I don't know. And then they, like, I just re- remember the story was that people were watching a football game, and then they broke into the football game and said like a, a 83 year old woman is being questioned in the stabbing death of a Man and and everyone joked like eighty three. That's gotta be Grandma Busha. And then the phone rang and uh, because she was just like a cra- you know she was like really salty, like very very salty. Yeah. <laughs> like I've told I've told the stories about her that I have. I mean, but but yeah, that she she they they let her they she questioned was... her and she they said she said he fell on the scissors like several times and. Uh, <laughs> And, and, they, and they let her go, I assume, because they were like, she's almost dead. And then she lived for like 20 more years, <laughs> leaving a trail of bodies as long as the Route 66. Uh, uh, but, but she, along the way, between that and her natural death at like, like very late 90s, if not, I think she might have broke 100. Did she? That Maybe. Uh, I don't know. But, but between that uh, um, questioning for the homicide and the actual death, she got her throat slashed by somebody that broke into her house to take her microwave because she owed them money. Uh, shit! And she and there's like a there's a there's a there's a I've talked what? about this I've talked about this. Yeah, I didn't know about the. <laughs> no microwave. wonder why we moved to Burbank. God. 
So you could start your criminal empire. My parents have the news footage on VHS of the of the doctor because it's like it's like she got she got her throat slashed. Holy! And she 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 hung out at her house bleeding after her throat was slashed. And then she realized nobody was going to be around for a while, so she wrapped her neck in a towel and walked to the hospital. And uh, and 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 then and then it was like. The, the the there's news footage of the of the they do the they go like a woman got her throat slashed and then walked herself to the hospital with a towel wrapped around her neck and then they show they show like an interview in the hospital lobby with the doctor who performed the stitching um, and he's going he's he's doing this interview and is like he, he's going uh, <laughs> a woman came in. Um, her throat had been slashed. She was 91 years old, whatever how old she was. I stitched it closed. He's like marveling. He's like, what, am I a genius or is she Frankenstein's monster? I don't know what, what. He's like, he's trying to figure it out. He's like, no one told me this was going to happen in school. But he's like, I did what I'm supposed to do. It's not supposed to work under those circumstances. But, you know, I took an oath to try and it worked and she left. She walked out. So he's like, he's going like, that's the answer to your question i know you're gonna not believe me but yeah, he's like he's just marveling at it and he's a doctor he's seen it all yeah that so anyway. is crazy yeah and she used to you know and i don't want to slander her because she's lived a- <laughs> she'll come back and fuck you up murder but yeah she used to survive she, the yeah. hit she was very amorous with the with the grandkids and stuff. She was like she liked young men and she liked she liked she she was she was she went out uh like like uh, functional. You know, like she was like yeah. she was she wasn't like retired in the uh sexual department. Yeah, she was like she was like on fire, yeah. you know. She, she was liked like, to get down. She would like nude sunbathe her like ninety five year old took us in the sun and with the battle scar. Yeah. Uh, she, beautiful she, visual for all the home listeners. And she was a vaudevillian, and my parents would always tell me, you got to talk, you're the other performer in the family, you should talk to Grandma Boucher about vaudeville. And everybody was like, you should talk to Grandma Boucher about vaudeville. And then, like, I finally, like, went up to her at, like, Easter or something and said, like, Grandma Boucher, what was vaudeville like? Oh, it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> the vaudeville was the best. <laughs> yeah, she was like, well, she kind of, like, she, she, she yeah. was like, what do you, what do you want to know? And I was like, well, what was it like? And she's like, it was a stage. <laughs> like, she was just like, I was like, fuck you, man. Fuck you. I don't even want to ask. I got to go ask grandpa about Iwo Jima next. You know, like, what? Like, I'm just doing this for you guys. Like, I don't, I don't know what these words mean. How was, how was making your own baseball out of cork? <laughs> Uncle Tony told me to ask. Because apparently the answer is it's hard. It's easy. Well, I'm seven. <laughs> Well, you take the cork and you wrap the string around it. I don't know anything. I'm going to appreciate this when I'm almost dead. That's when I'm going to be like, whoa, making your own baseball. Holy shit. (laughs) It's going to take a while for me to appreciate this stuff. I think you'd appreciate the fucking knife thing more. You guys are fans of Lewis Black, aren't you? I actually don't know Lewis Black. Well, then can I explain to you that he's a comedy hero? You you probably remember him from The Daily Show. I'm an old fogey that remembers him even before that as a a legendary comics comic, famous in particular for his edgy rants. Oh, oh, the voice of anger from Inside Out? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's not how he wants to be remembered. I just know a guy, he, I know him as the comic that rants so much. I wonder from day to day, how do you keep coming up with new rants? But there's a solution. He has a show on Audible channels called The Rant is Due. Lewis Black, The Rant is Due. It's Lewis Black ranting about stuff that's actually provided for him by people that have more to rant about. Are you saying this show is written by the fans? Kind of. It's, let's look at it this way. There's a, a whole lot of people out there with stuff to complain about that aren't Lewis Black. Why doesn't he rant for them? In these harsh millennial times, Lewis Black has run out of rants, and oh. he's now turning to the fans to give him some. So <laughs> so how about you in your day-to-day -day world? Like, what are you upset about? You can now take pen to paper, write a Lewis Black rant. So I, I get the satisfaction of of sharing my pain and, <laughs> and then, uh, unloading and unpacking my, my my misery and sadness and comedian Lewis Black says it louder and funnier. Yes. The rant is due because Sam Kinison died. He's also starring on Broadway in a, in a, uh, like a bus and truck company going on the road of, of, the, of the musical Rant, which is like Rent, except Lewis Black has you write all the songs. Think about it this way. You can get upset about something. Type your little angry heart out, right. send it to Lewis Black, mm -hmm. and hear his famously edgy, horse irritated voice. And he'll pay you top dollar. Well, I don't know about that. Um, For every dollar that Lewis Black pays you, we're going to make a donation to Planned Parenthood. That's not true. And uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> I won't be held accountable for that. So all you got to do is go to audible.com slash Lewis Black, L E W I S Black, and guess what? The latest episode is free right now yeah so you can check it out maybe you don't like ranting then no money down maybe you listen to it and you and what you don't like about it you can write a rant about it then pay for the uh program and listen in to hear your rant said by lewis black that is crazy you know something did they catch the guy who did that it did was they... a woman over a yeah because it was a microwave so yeah. that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> Because women use microwaves. Oh, hate me. <laughs> we all defrost. use microwaves. I gotta That's defrost the joke. this stuff. I gotta defrost this fruit. Give me this. <laughs> Give me back my microwave. I gotta defrost this fruit, Boucher. Boucher. <laughs> Give me the microwave. I gotta defrost this fruit. No, no, no. Scissors, motherfucker. <laughs> Cutting your throat. <laughs> Give me I'm going to defrost this through plug it in in my kitchen. Can you get the I can't get the door open. I'm going to defrost this fruit. I'm going to defrost this fruit with Boucher's microwave. This is my house. I'm going to plug it in. Okay, I want some I want some grapes and some banana slices. Two minutes should probably do it. We'll fast forward. Bling. Nope, nope, not enough. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the board of banana and grape farmers, <laughs> gentlemen, we have a problem. The microwave culture is upon us, and our fruit takes too long to microwave. It takes too long. I'm willing to kill people. Jesus, it's a knife-wielding woman. Give me some, don't freeze it anymore. Why you gotta freeze it? Oh. Just take it off the tree, put it in a bowl and give it to me. I'm starving. Give it, give me. Oh, you're so strong. 
Your hands are so strong. What are, oh, your hands are so strong. They look like little bananas. Mm. No, God, no. I know you love them so much that you'll stab you. it. Oh, my throat. Oh. I'm taking every banana. No. And every grape. <laughs> and get, I'm going to run away. And it's they're not, I'm, they're already defrosted. Get, get me a towel. I know how this works. <laughs> Why am I dying? Because <laughs> you don't got that boosh of blood. <laughs> and that's how it happened. Yeah, you can't kill a Harmon, I guess. They don't really die. They, I mean, not before like a thousand or whatever. Yeah, unless I mean, well, you drink yourself to death. You, you, you maybe like Mid- uh, Midwest people got good genes. You know, we we live yeah, we live yeah, long. Genes, we don't huh? want to, but we live long. Yeah, yeah. I know. Well, what kind of life is it? Not not. <laughs> you get these like erasers on your collarbone like fucking skin tags and stuff if you're Polish descended I like I like have these things like come off and look like little fucking erasers and then I'll be like is that cancer and then like a week later it'll fall off or something in my sleep hair growing out of your ears and your nose nose just and fills nose. up with barbed wire ears getting all big that ear thing really freaks me out. You see people's giant ass ears. Why do your ears get so big? Your, your head actually shrinks. Oh, is that? Are you scared? Are you doing a bit? No, no, no. Your I'm head scared. shrinks. Your head gets smaller, and your ears stay the same. Shut up. <laughs> it's because it's like soft tissue, and it like it's gravity. But but like it looks. But it's like you'd think they would just lower. You know, like they just like droop lower. Like how come the tops of them? You look like Ferengi. Like like like. like <laughs> You get old enough. Isn't that, is that the right alien I'm thinking of? The Ferengi? Yeah, you're looking at a, a, a senator. Hey, is it pronounced omniscient or omniscient? You can, you can pronounce it omniscient. Don't take my girlfriend's side. <laughs> There's a lot of words I only learned in print. I was like, my dad always used to say measure instead of measure and be a real asshole about it. And he'd get out, he'd get out the dictionary and he'd see, see, there's a little line over the A in the pronunciation guide. It's measure. And then everyone would hate him. <laughs> then he moved to Columbia. My dad would say, would say, he's alive. Uh, they, my dad sa- sa- says Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck Try is that? What moon is he from? Like, people, what? Uh, people in St. Louis say Warsh and Fark. My dad says Quata and Warsh, but he's not like from fucking Delaware or anything, but he says Warsh sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> weird. Uh, and Tanner is another one. Look at that car, Ann Tanner. Um, like the R? No. You know, people m- malign me for my uh, pronunciation of the word bagel, but uh, I, you know, I, I just, like, don't ever, what's that? They bagel. agree with you. Whatever. I can't, I can never, bagel, 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 bagel. Gah, 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 Hannah. lived in New York. My dad gah, did? No, he didn't. Gah, 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 gah. <laughs> that, you didn't deserve that. No, no. <laughs> you didn't. Um, all right. So, uh, Spencer, what about your, uh, your, your, your ham grandma, your baloney grandma? What? Oh, my baloney grandma. 
Spencer's got a my, kind of a nutty grandma. Is she still with us? My baloney's got a first name. It's G R A M A. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about your your baloney grandma? Um, yeah, no, she's still with us. Uh, where is she right now? Um, she's behind you. <laughs> oh no. Um, she she went crazy. She she has had bipolar disorder, but um. <laughs> <laughs> but most recently, that's manifested in pyromancy. No, pyromania. What? Pyromancy's oh, magical creation of fire. Uh, um, does she wave her hands in a magical manner? And- yeah. She knows burning hands. <laughs> Whoa. Um, no, okay, so she ended up getting kicked out of my grandpa's house uh, because she would... Were they related? By marriage, yeah. She would strike matches and throw them onto the ground where there was sometimes carpet. Um, she would light on pieces of paper on fire and just toss them into waste paper baskets and walk away. Now, I'm going to say something to you that really fed me up when I would tell people about Busha. But I'm, I feel I mean, that sounds like the coolest grandma ever. Yeah. <laughs> setting fires. <laughs> I never when people would be like, your grandma stabbed a guy? That's amazing. And, well, and like, your grandpa was like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? He said, I'm just letting it on fire. What are you going to do about it? So what are you going to do about it, old man? You're going to stop me? It would have been it would have been cool if we saw that. He but stopped. We never, no, so your grandma scenes. had this one something from her don't youth. light the garbage on fire. She so, had she had adult onset pyromania. Yeah, I don't know. She, uh, she How got far? Kicked. What? How far did it go? Um, What's the biggest shit she ever burned down? To the, to the top, right? Uh, no, I don't know. I don't think she really burnt anything down. It was weird. I don't understand it, but it was basically explained as like a compulsion. Like she just did it kind of like for fun and absentmindedly. Like she didn't really clock that she was doing it, but who knows? She was I mean, like Donald Sutherland's character in Backdraft. That's what I was telling my mom. Some grandmas just want to watch the world burn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> grandma, grandma, what would you do if we let you out? Burn it. Burn it all. <laughs> But uh, she she decided she wanted to own a hostel, so, so she moved to Nevada and she bought a hostel. <laughs> it's bad. She's I mean she's gone kind of nuts. She, one time the police picked her up in like Sacramento because she was just handing out twenty dollar bills on the corner. <laughs> like it's just, hey, stop doing that. <laughs> hey, what yeah. are you doing? <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> hey, hey. Stop it. Okay, I'll stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I'm going to arrest you for handing out $20 bills. Will you arrest me if I don't wave this 20 past right. your eyes? Are you trying to bri- anti-bribe me? <laughs> but uh, when she set Oops, up the I hostel, it. it was like with swindlers. Because, you know, usually it's good people that want to own a hostel, I think. But these were swindlers. Yeah. And they, the they took a bunch of money from her. But, uh, no, we were going to get lunch to visit her one time because it was crazy. The whole state of Nevada smells like cigarette smoke, by the way. But um, we were driving around looking for food, and she was like, oh, you want food? I, I can help you out. And we were like, oh, what a ominous sense. <laughs> and um, she reaches into her own on-her-foot boot no. and pulls out a package of 79-cent Carl Buddig honey-baked ham. Oh, no. No, Grandma. And I don't know what it says about her circulation no. or about, no. I don't know, thermodynamics, but it was still frozen. No. 
despite like no meat in my shoe would stay frozen. <laughs> Yo, but, your, your grandma, your grandma's okay. circulation is so poor. <laughs> she could keep cold cuts in her boot. Grandma, come on, come out to the car. We're leaving. One second. <laughs> to camera. I'm like, probably gonna need in. this. <laughs> you gotta just in wait. case. Just gotta, in case the gotta, opportunity arises. You got I'm a crazy grandma, Brandon? I mean, no. <laughs> I don't either. The crazy shit. My grandma was the head of the Democratic Party for Missouri. Yay. So, no, uh... There is no, um... I wish... Now, though, I do kind of wish that she'd had some fucked up shit just to be in, you know, in the company of... It would be useful for this exact yeah. scenario. <laughs> Why is your family so political? You have a sister that's like a hardcore activist, right? My sister's pretty nuts. She'll call me from fucked up locations. Like, I'm a Ferguson. They're shooting. (laughs) It's the craziest. It's the craziest thing. And you said your sister has a hard time like earning her way into these these troubled spots because you like she kind of has a very put together vibe and like I mean you can take it from me anytime before I stick my foot in my mouth. No, no, no. But (laughs) I, I love your diatribes. On black women, <laughs> you know, we came from the suburbs. So when you when you're trying to help people that are in a different neighborhood and they hear you talk like this, uh, it can be a little confusing. <laughs> Unless you're like the last time they had some shit like this was on the Jeffersons when like they would go down to the help center. Do you remember? That? No, oh, those episodes. What? Yeah. I thought he just ran a laundromat. All, and... all the old black people over 65, we're referencing the Jeffersons now. <laughs> they would there go down to the a, help center. Yeah, they, on the Jeffersons, they used to go down because they were rich black people, so they felt like they had to give back, so they would go down to like the help center, and they would do all sorts of shit. So it's, That seems like a shark jump, though. I thought George yeah. Jefferson was kind of a stingy, like, uh, self... Uh, this is that storytelling that you crave so yeah. much. The 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 Jeffersons definitely were not like the Freddy Krueger the series show. Yeah, <laughs> we had Norman Lear on the show. So yeah, she goes into into some crazy locations where it's the when they hear her talk, they're a little suspect. They're like, she like might hey, be, yeah. She might be saying, "Get your hand out my pocket." <laughs> she, yeah, she's there to she's there to create a diversion. Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck are we gonna do? I had to. I heard, I heard the the march the march the the, uh, the latest march went the climate well. Climate march. Yeah, and I, it went well. What am I, I, yeah, the climate's better now. Yeah. I, I, but you know, good 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 turnout or whatever. I guess the you know. So I was looking at on Twitter I, and like the, just watching the conservative tweeters going like what are they gonna have a march every week <laughs> i don't know why so far yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> there's one there's, there's mayday tomorrow so yeah yeah and with the with the looming writer strike it's kind of an important mayday or as the trump supporters like to call it loyalty day well let me lay my ignorance on the uh, altar for the benefit of everyone listening so you can explain what mayday is to me i don't i have no i have no idea what the what what it is what is mayday i, I could be totally wrong but i thought mayday was international workers day right <laughs> All right. See, I'm glad I asked. I'm brave for admitting I don't know anything. Yeah, you are brave. I'll yeah. tell you everything I know about America in uh, five minutes. So let me time myself. I'll take you through the whole history of the country. Okay, here we go. Let's see. I can make this a new segment. Uh, stopwatch. Okay, I'm going to go. 
I'm gonna set it. Wait. Okay. For, we're gonna two minutes to figure out how my phone works, and then uh, nope, zero hours. Uh, oh, let's try it this way. Let's just say, hey, hey Siri, hey Siri, hey Siri. Hey, Siri. hey, hey can you set a five-minute timer, please? Okay. All right. Okay. So uh, in 17, uh, 1492, uh, Columbus came over, and, and there were three other boats, and then um, they landed on Plymouth Rock, and then they had Thanksgiving with all the pilgrims and the Indians that were here already, and uh, and then uh, the Sa the Salem people came over, and they were Puritans, so they burned all the witches because they were on LSD, and then. <laughs> And then, and then things just kind of blossomed from there, but it was kind of, everyone was eating potatoes and corn and, and it was fine. But there was, there was taxation without representation, so we started to get ornery, so a bunch of the college educated folk got together in a place that had a broken bell. Or they broke it later, but, uh, and they said, like, we should, we should, we should give tyranny or death or give, give it to me that way in that order. And, uh, <laughs> Um, and then, and then they, they, did the, they did the Declaration of Independence, and then England was like, "You can't do that." And they came over, and they had red coats. And then we were like, "We should fight dirty." And it's a two of like by land and one by sea. And then um, we fought, and then we, we we won because they were tired, and, and, and <laughs> King George was mad, and like, uh, and so they gave. They were fine. Good luck having a country, whatever. And then we were like, fine. And then 1812 happened, and there was a war that no one understands with Canada or something, and. Uh, <laughs> And then, uh, and then the whole time there were slaves. The whole time we were just like going to Africa and going. These people seem like they they wouldn't know how what what fair pay was, and uh, we should use them to make stuff. And and they were like, okay, let's do it. And they were like, how much am I bid for this? And that was kind of fucked up. And I, I don't want to dwell on this part, but uh, no one ever does. Uh, uh, I got I got three minutes three minutes and twenty seconds left, uh, and we're and we're almost done. Uh, it's like, <laughs> and then uh, and then and then that and then that one guy was a slave for twelve years, and then he got free because of Brad Pitt. And. Uh, and then Abraham Lincoln, who uh, I think, you know, some people, I think, uh, uh, some people say was uh, half black, but uh, th th that's maybe a conspiracy theory. But he uh, he was running for president. He was like, we should free the slaves. But the, but not, and then there was a federalist uh, movement. And then the, the South states were like, you shouldn't do that. You, uh, like, like we, you, we built the whole country on slavery. And now you're saying, like, you just want to use the pants we made for free with the <laughs> black people. And then you don't want to, but you want to read poetry in them. And then not just because you made a machine that can make pants. Now that's not fair. And we were like, we don't care. You're dumb, and you, your teeth look dumb. And, uh, and 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 let's go to war. And 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 uh, and then we fought. And then like Abe Lincoln, halfway through the war, was like, by the way, the slaves are free. And we were like, yay! And and then Fra France was like, I'm gonna do it too, then, because I hate everything. And then um, and then that's why we won, or the, the North won, not we. Uh, the Federalists won, and then we unified the country. And then Abe Lincoln got shot. And then the, it was spending too long on that two-year period, but the... <laughs> So then, so then it was like everything was fine, and we ate potatoes and corn and stuff, and they like made like a bunch of smokestacks. And then Henry Ford was like, "What if, what if, what if, what if you did pay people, but if you paid them so little that they were basically slaves anyway, and you made each person do like one little thing, and then you bought everything?" And then Thomas Edison was like, "What if I made a light bulb?" And then some other guy was like, "But I made the light bulb." He's like, "Shh, no." So, uh, 
It's like, and then and then everybody was making things for a while. Everybody's making stuff, and and then and then um, and then uh, and then and then and then because everybody was making things, they knew how to make put gunpowder into like smaller compartments, and and so everybody was like, I can't wait to use these. We can't use them, you know, because we're not at a war. And everybody was like, I know, right? Oh, I want to use it. And uh, and then Archduke Ferdinand was like, What happened? And then somebody gets shot, and everybody was like, That's the good enough reason for me. I can't wait forever. And then everybody was like, Boom, 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 boom. And they're like, Mustard gas. And shoot them in the kneecaps. That way their friends have to help them. Then you can shoot their kneecaps too. And it was like fucked up and all quiet on the Western Front. People were eating rats and they got whatever the precursor to AIDS was. And everybody had herpes all over their face and freaking died at 35. But they write nice poetry and it was kind of like nice quiet people. They didn't talk about it. They dug trenches everywhere at Verdun. And then there was like peace for a while, but not in Germany because everybody was like shitting on them, made them eat shit because they're like, you should have to eat shit because you caused this. And they're like, well, we're kind of sick of hearing that. And then Hitler's like, Jews, am I right? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> And then everybody's like, here we go again, except America was like, yeah, we'll be right with you. Cash on the barrel head for bullets and oil. Uh, and England was like, for real? And we're like, yeah, you shouldn't have fucked with us in the first place. You should have let us go back in 1612 or something. And, and they're like, that's a fucked up weird justification, but okay, we'll just hang out in the subway while they bomb us. Hello? And then we were like, and profit. And we moved in. We're like, we won the war. Brr, you all owe us a billion dollars. And everyone was like, yay. And we formed the United Nations. We're like, planet America. And everyone was like, that's great. And we're like, the next 50 years is all planned out. And then we just went 50 years, and everybody got better shoes and TV shows and built skyscrapers. And then, the, you know, the meanwhile, the Middle East was like, "What about us?" And we we're like, "We can't hear you. Make us our oil." And, uh, and then, and then they were like, well, "Not they, but like you know, some of the, the okay, me alone. That's it. That's where we are now. It's, that's my five minutes." Yes. I don't know why you're. I mean, I know you're applauding that because it's a thing that ended that lasted five minutes, but. It wasn't a good thing. It's like, it really is. It's not like I was rushing. It's like, that was all the information I have. Like, I don't really have, like, extra details. Like, you know, like, Greg Proops knows stuff about Cleopatra and stuff. She was from Iowa. <laughs> now you do it. No, no, I'm good. Are you sad? Are you sad? You seem a little sad. No, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. I'm fine. Right. Why? I don't know, you sounded sad. Just now? Yeah, I was like, you do it, and you're like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> well, you wish the show was a little shorter. You well, that was exhausting. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a big country. Sure is, man. <laughs> <laughs> On this episode of Friends. <laughs> Well, you, you gonna bail out on our uh, Thursday night hangout? Again? You know, you you have a right to text me when we're. Are you? Do you just wait for me to ask you if we're gonna hang out on Thursday? No, Steve Levy scheduled it. It's like comes up in my calendar saying like weekly uh, hangout with Harmon. Yeah, mine says Trob. Right. <laughs> And you bailed last week. Well, but to find that, I never even got a text from you. Steve Levy told me, said, Dan can't make it tonight. And I said, okay. I figured he, you guys are talking to each oh, other. Oh, shit. What Here comes it? Steve Levy. Where is he? Uh, what's up, Steve Levy? Doesn't matter. 
I mean, so I, wait a minute. Wait a here. minute. You were you were available Thursday, and you just found yeah. out now that no, I think you I was canceled? doing something, but I can't remember. But it doesn't it doesn't okay, matter. So I just we 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 stretched until ten at ten p.m. It was Cody's family came to town. Cody's had, family had came dinner. to town. Oh yeah, yeah. I went out with Cody's family. Okay, that's where that chandelier picture was. Okay, great. Moving on. Oh, we lost Annie. She's out of here. Are you going to bail? Hey, she. She left her. Uh, she left a purse though. So yeah. Open the purse. Open the purse. Open it. Open it. Open Annie, it. Annie's going to go uh, her much publicized blog. Uh, uh, Open. Take, taking shits at Harmontown. A refle- uh, A look. A look from the can at don't, the cans and cannots. Don't look in the purse. <laughs> Reach in and grab a, a grab the first thing, uh, and then read it. I don't actually know that Annie's taking a shit. That's an invasion of her privacy. It could be a it could be a pee pee, a cigarette. She might vape. We don't know. She could be a crime fighter. We what does it say? What does it say? Oh, it's a phone. What does it say? Are you going through her shit? You're her friend, are you? Are you her friend? Well, Rob told her to. Okay. Well, don't go through people's shit. All right. It is. What? No, we can't play D and D. Yeah. Look, maybe maybe next week we'll. Well, we'll, we'll think I about said the it. Same we'll, thing. It's, it's uh, like next week. It's, like, like, we'll we'll decide. Because I don't know. You play, I don't know how many shows spent Jeff's gonna miss. And why, like, why don't you play Dragons and Dungeons? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I, 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 let's let's do a quality, concise goodbye rap for our first show here. Let's make it. Let's make it good. Let's try and make it good. And. Uh, and 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 jump in there because you're you're better at it, and that's not racist. <laughs> it's it's based on on friendship, not it's not a snap judgment I'm making. I've you're 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 very good at it. You Thanks, should, sir. You should jump to, in there. I have to pee so bad. Well, uh, can we? Uh, will Will Schraub be joining us as well? Schraub's going to come in with uh, with samples, uh, samples awesome. yeah. from various okay. films and television. <laughs> Jam, jam, chicky jam, jam. Get the ham, ham. Get the ham, ham. Chicky, chicky jam, jam. Put the beef in the pants. Motherfuckers get dance in in the place to be. I'm gonna fuck your mama like me. Okay, no more. No more mama fucking. Yo, my name is MC Microphone. <laughs> In the rap game, I am known as All Alone. Because I don't spend a lot of time on my name. Because rhyming is the majority of my game. I don't believe in self-promotion. I only believe in the rap in motion. I like to move my lips and my little tiny tongue. I fucked your mama so hard she became a nun. (laughs) Afterward. Not because she was traumatized. I like to think I spiritualized her pussy with my dick and gave each titty a lick. And when I did, it was a trinity. And I fucked her so hard, she wants more of me. So I'm going over there next Wednesday, as my dad would say. Take it. I don't know if I could beat that. 
I beat your mom's with a baseball bat. Next Wednesday, Tuesday, we getting down, got her on her knee. No more fucking mamas. No, no more, more fucking mamas. mamas. No more. Mamas need a lot of respect. Mama wrote you the damn first check. Mama gave you your first kiss on your lips. You used to hug your mom around the hips. Mama, stay in school and drink your milk. <laughs> Outer space on the moon. Don't fuck your mama. It's cocoon. All the old people come with me. Go to a place with one six gravity. Gonna bounce around what we don't fuck your mama. Gonna ride with Yamaha. Scooter, uh, bass in your face, mustard on your plates, hot dogs in your hands. Everybody join my bands. I'm gonna fly up high. I'm gonna fuck your mama like pie. No, I'm not. Wait a minute. Nope. Sorry. You got to back off. We had an agreement. I thought we wouldn't fucking mamas no more. It was written in the cement. Maybe we could do it just for the dads tonight. Fuck a dad tonight. Make Aww. everything not all right. Fuck your dad tonight. Aww. Time to fuck dads. I took your dad out. I took your dad out. I took your dad out and I danced with him. <laughs> did you fuck the dad in the tight black socks? <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. Did you fuck the dad as he tried to mow the lawn? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Did you fuck a dad to the brick of dawn? To the brick of dawn. I did. Did you fuck the dad even though he had a bad back? Bad back? Bad back? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Did you fuck the dad and that's why you dance like that to this track? Yes, I did. Yes, it is. Maybe the audience can do the dad dance. Maybe the audience can do the dad dance. Let dad me see dance. you shake your dad hands. <laughs> you just put your fists like this, 90 degrees to your elbows. <laughs> Somebody's going to get grounded. <laughs> shake it to the left. Shake it to the right. Get up on lawn tonight. Go into the street. Turn off the lights, not paying to light, everybody. Where's my cake, Bedelia? It's Father's Day. Creep show. I want Creep my show. cake, Bedelia. Where's my cake? Health insurance. Single payer. You Coverage. got me this tie last year. You got me this tie last year. You should accept that I'm queer. And stop buying stock in John Deere. Because they fund Breitbart. Yes. I assume. You probably don't. You, I don't think that's defamation. I'm sure a snowblower company probably advertises on Breitbart. Hey, don't fuck your dad. Oh, no, do do fuck your toy. Hold on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Just give me a second. Sorry, sorry. We're running late tonight. It's just okay. Hey, don't fuck your mom. Fuck your dad.
that all night long. Move it to the left, move it to the right. What a lazy rap tonight. Uh, like they're always good. Fucked your dad like a piece of wood. I went up his butt, came out his mouth, went in his ear and went down south to his pubic area. Gave it a lick, moved up his balls to the tip of his dick, put it in my mouth until he came. Then I won the game called Daddy Fucking. Don't pass go. Give $200, you know, to blow your dad to Geronimo. Blows his cum like a volcano into my tummy. Yum, yum, yummy. Gonna poop it out and then play gin rummy with your dad. <laughs> All right, that's good enough, Beth. All right. That has been Harmontown. Rob Schwab, ladies and gentlemen. Spencer Crittenden. Dan Harmon, I've been your guest comptroller. Brandon Johnson. We all love microwaves. We all love microwaves. <laughs> Chris Baruff, Steve Levy, uh, Kevin Dave, Zach McKeever is back there uh, making sure all the equipment is good. Oh, maybe I should turn that off. No, I just sound let like that Bumblebee. Out. Let that uh, ride out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Fine. He's got to go to the bathroom. Thanks for coming. We'll see you. We'll see you next week. National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed.